Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on February 6th, 2020. Happy happy uh, birthday, Dad. Uh, live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. This segment of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Visions. A local advertising agency, Your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof. From logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and Your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, your actualized visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At your actualized visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes, followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling Your Actualized Visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what Your Actualized Visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com. Your Actualized Visions, your dreams today, not someday. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose That's what we talk about here on the South Bay Show. And, of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you? Well, you kind of know how I am. I am not particularly doing particularly well the last few days. Uh, Anybody Mm -hmm. that's seen my weekend guide this morning, I am in weekend hell. All right? Yes. Yes. Did I say weekend hell? Computer. computer hell, excuse me. Computer yes. hell, sorry, not weekend hell. Yes. No, I got a big weekend coming up. No, computer hell. My computer died on me a couple of days ago. I have cobbled together uh, uh, my backup laptop, which I haven't used in three years. The clock's not right. The timer's not right. Nothing's right on it. I, I, had, I'm, I have a borrowed external keyboard. There's wires all over my desk connecting. It's, it's just an absolute – you know, yesterday – I, I was I was up, because you know I was kind of freaking out that I wouldn't be able to you know do either of the yeah. shows this week, and um, yeah, I was up yesterday. I got up at three o'clock, and I worked on mm. three o'clock in the morning. I and I worked on the weekend guide until about seven a.m., and then I went back to bed, got two hours sleep, and then I worked on it all day yesterday. It's like it's like driving a car without power steering. You know, everything was difficult because this this backup computer is three years old. It doesn't have any current files in the last year. And all the work I did, you know, the last couple of weeks, like putting together today's and tomorrow's show intros and everything, those were in my old computer. You know, so I had to cobble everything together. I had to call you. I had to call Kelly. I was like, email me the information again so that I can rewrite the intros. And uh, gosh, I I could – only yesterday I finally was – able to get back into Skype, which you and I use for this program. Um, mm-hmm. It Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just been – but I'll be honest. I, I'm proud of myself. I didn't freak out. I didn't break mm-hmm. out in tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was I – was, because mm-hmm. every you – know, this happened to me. This happens with pretty much every computer at some point, and it's happened to me half a dozen yeah. times over the years. And, and when it happens, I just literally sit down and cry because I feel so useless. You know, I mean – I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm mm. not a computer tech. I'm not a engineer. I you know, I know some of the tricks, you know, when you get the the blue screen of death, you know, or, right. but none of them worked. And anyway, so hopefully I will get 
my laptop back to you today. So, uh, now, so that's I, how I am. Jackie, I know your husband. I'm here. I know your husband is really good with computers. So, what was his take on the on your old computer? Well, he wasn't home. He wasn't he here. Uh, well, I okay. called him immediately, and he said, he said, I'm not there. I, I he said, did you try holding yeah. down the power button? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, Jack, I'm not yeah. there. I can't yeah. do anything. And I didn't want to wait for him to come home because I knew if if he started working on it, it would be you know the next two days he you know he'd have to you know reload everything. You know you know how it is. It's just a disaster. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. didn't I didn't want to yeah. take any chances. So I brought it right into Computer Geeks, you know, with the hope that I could get mm-hmm. get get it back yesterday. I didn't, as I said. But we all know how this goes, you know, so it is what it is, and right. I'm dealing. I'm dealing with it. But right. I'm very excited for this weekend. Uh, this will take my mind off computer problems. Um, I'm, I'm playing again hmm. in the uh, 900 Club charity poker event that they do every year. Uh, yeah. Uh, for for yeah, next step. So I'm playing in that on Saturday, and I just said last year I made the final table. I ended up coming in sixth. Mm. I was so excited to be at the final table that I wasn't even thinking about winning. You know what I mean? I was just so thrilled mm-hmm. to be there. So this year, mm-hmm. I have my eye on the prize. And, and what's cool is the top ten mm. people, you know, get get prizes. So, you know, it, it was very cool. But, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm doing that on Saturday, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's one of my favorite poker games of the year. Sounds fantastic. Sounds like your mind will not be on computer problems. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> well, uh, this is a great uh, segment or transition because um, speaking of great things coming up, we have some really wonderful events coming up and we have some time to prepare. So you have some time to save and uh you know get your beads that you have and your hats and and things that you you need for this event um we're looking uh forward to it very much jackie uh who are our guests today okay our guests this morning are lisa and steve hodges owners of Raging Cajun Cafe and Moonshine Bar in Redondo Beach. Now, Steve moved from the East Coast to Torrance in 1983 and has resided in the South Bay ever since. His very first job was at Lampo's Pizza in Torrance, where he worked and then managed for years. In 2014, he and his wife, Lisa, decided to reopen the Raging Cajun Cafe in Redondo Beach. And since then, they've built the restaurant into a thriving business that hosts many popular annual events from Mardi Gras to Crab Fest. Now, Lisa Hodges is originally from Vancouver, Canada, and met Steve at the 2010 Winter Olympics while both of them were watching hockey. After dating long distance for some time, she moved to Southern California, where they eventually got married, had two beautiful girls, and opened Raging Cajun Cafe. Uh, She's proud to have obtained her U.S. citizenship and loves living in beautiful California. Now, Joe, as you mentioned, well, you didn't mention it. You hinted this morning we're going to talk about Mm. uh, the big Mardi Gras weekend that uh, Raging Cajun has planned and what attendees can expect. Lisa, Steve, welcome back to the program. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Well, thank you. We're happy to have uh, We're glad you had us on here. It's, we always look forward to, to being <laughs> on your show. <laughs> yeah, I got my computer working. <laughs> so, you're, so we're all on. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, so, wow, it's been six years. Since you yeah, guys been, reopened Rage and Cajun? In, in June, it'll be six years. It's gone by really fast. A lot of fun. Been a yeah. bit of a roller coaster, but it's a, it's a good time. And, uh, I mean, definitely when we opened it, we thought, you know, Cajun restaurant, there's a lot of fun things you can do with it. And, you know, like Mar- Mardi Gras, which mm-hmm. is what we're on here talking about. And each year it's gotten a little bit bigger and better. And this year we're going quite a bit bigger than the years past. So hoping everybody has a really good time. So in this case, now you have complete control of the venue because it's going to be at the restaurant, right? Correct. We're going to, um, well, I mean, we do Mardi Gras week where it starts first day. We typically do like a, a dinner. Last year we did a tequila dinner. This year we're teaming up with King Harbor Brewing and doing a beer dinner. We do a four-course tasting mm-hmm. menu. 
um, featuring some mm-hmm. of our our favorite favorite food that people love, and like King Harbor is going to actually brew up some specialty brews just for our dinner that we can only get at our dinner, and we're going to pair those off, and then we'll have uh, so pretty much the first time of the year uh, live crawfish gets shipped in, so we'll have the whole week we'll have live crawfish boils. Everybody, southern and people from Louisiana. And, East Texas and the Southern people tend to love that. It's like their favorite time of the year. Um, and then we'll have we're going to have a concert over the weekend. We're going to use our our whole parking lot, put in a stage, have uh, food and drinks outside, and we have three bands on Saturday, three bands on Sunday, and then the whole week mm-hmm. will end on Fat Tuesday, where we just have a huge party inside and just a good time. A lot of drinking, a lot of eating. <laughs> Have a good time. Um, I, so, I'm curious. Um, I'm sorry, Joe, uh, step for stepping on you, but the key, going back to the uh, beer dinner, the King Harbor beer dinner. Um, so, what do they do? Do they actually come into the restaurant, eat the dishes you're going to be serving, and then sit there and say, "What'll go good with this?" How does that work? Well, um, I'll speak to that. What we've done, like a couple times a year, we'll often have someone come in and host uh, a, a beer tasting dinner we've done a tequila tasting dinner um we've done vodka before and so we find um what beer or what matches well with a certain dish we talk with the brewer and then they come in and they help host um so it starts at about 6 30 they have to buy a ticket so um these tickets are going uh they do have to pre-purchase the tickets you come in it starts at 6 30 usually lasts about two hours it's a four course meal um, our first course is going to be fried pickles, so we find out which one of their beers would go well with, say, um, the vinegar and the salt of the pickles. Um, we've got our Bayou Bisque, which is our creamy uh, chicken and sausage corn bisque that everybody loves. We find out what beer would go well with that. Um, our third course is going to be our hot chicken sandwich, which is spicy and delicious and also very popular. And then our dessert, which often goes well with a stout, is our peach cobbler. Um, so the King Harbor um, brewer, uh, the brewmaster, his name is Phil McDaniel. He's going to be the one hosting it. And uh, it's always a lot of fun because it'll educate everybody on the beer, the beer, the brewing process, what goes into it, why it pairs well with certain foods. And what's fun, honestly, with, with King Harbor is they're making specialty beers specifically to match our food for this meal. So that's what makes it extra special. So you do have to buy tickets ahead of time, um, especially it's fun over Mardi Gras because they can be pretty fun. But we, you know, we usually have about 20, 25 mm. people, so it's not too many, so it's still personal. So that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, all, it's all chemistry. It's all chemistry. It uh, is. Sweet, sour, acidic, tart, which I totally don't know the first thing about. It's, it's all <laughs> magic to me. We, I love having fun with this. Actually, that's how our peach cobbler and some of our desserts were born, is that they'll say, hey, I have a stout that has a bit of a chocolate aftertone or whatever they describe, and then we have to create a dessert. So that's where our peach cobbler was born. A lot of our desserts, I, I had to come up with something to pair with a beer. And um, so it's fun when they throw challenges at you and you, you kind of create a dish based on what they have too sometimes. So it goes both ways. I like it. It's a good challenge. Mm-hmm. It, it it sounds incredibly challenging. Uh, you know, I know you know the beer dinners are so they're so popular. You know, once yeah. once the South Bay became the epicenter of of craft beer breweries, um, they're they're everywhere now. Um, it, 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 what what Joe? Do you remember what the last count hmm. of breweries in the South Bay were? Are we up to? <laughs> I, I I can't remember if it's like twenty nine or thirty two. Uh, it, oh I, my I mean, gosh, are... I'm not that specific. <laughs> it's a lot of them. See, I'll tell that, you. That... Being, being a restaurant, uh, they always come in and try, you know, when they want us to put them on tap. It's almost, it's definitely weekly, sometimes daily, where a new brewery will come in and it's like, oh, try my stuff. I'm like, I didn't even know you existed. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm always behind the eight ball, too. You know, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm always behind the eight ball on this stuff. You know, I have to wait to get a press release from somebody, uh, to you know, to know that they're there. And then there are other people that just open and they're not particularly good at marketing, so I, I don't hear about it until I either drive by it or somebody tells me about it. So, but there are a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there are beer. Beer is big in the South Bay. It's big. It is. 
People Beer's love big. it. And what's fun about these beer dinners is we'll have, like, we'll, people will sit, they'll often come as twos and fours, and we sit them kind of in a cluster. Always by the end of the night, everybody's best friends. It's just fun to see how the kind of throughout the evening, everybody ends up talking <laughs> with one another. It's just an adventurous time. Everyone's on this adventure together. They're all learning stuff together. Sometimes people have not been to us before, so they're trying our food for the first time. And um, it just brings the community together. And we've been doing this for years, almost since we opened. So it's definitely the on the beer side of it, there's so many more breweries to choose mm. from. So. so there are still tickets available, Lisa. How much are the tickets? They're $45 a ticket. And, yeah, I, I think we still have a good 10, 15 spots still left available. Okay. That's a really good price. That's fantastic. That's a good that's price a, for a four-course meal. Yeah, that's a yeah. – yeah. Four a beers and a four-course meal. One yeah, large family. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lisa, Lisa there, you know, many, many restaurants have many different – sort of, I would say, strategies for marketing their restaurant. But the last time I saw you, Lisa, was on Thanksgiving. And I was in oh. line, a very long line, oh my goodness. to get oh, my no. deep fried turkey. Oh, my so goodness, not yes. many restaurants try that strategy. Not many restaurants try that strategy. So tell me about that strategy and then of course you know obviously um you guys uh produced um the uh event at the uh whatever seaside lagoon seaside lagoon yes seaside wait, lagoon. Wait, wait, wait. Thank you, wait 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 let's go back what? to the fried turkeys let's go back to the fried turkeys okay. let's skip over that let's stick there okay because i i uh, i think i was the one that, i think i told you about it joe because two years were? ago i yeah. bought i i think i bought I bought the deep fried turkey. Two years ago, I hosted uh, Thanksgiving for a group of friends because, you know, every other year, John and I go back east to be with my family. Um, So two years ago when I was hosting and Steve uh, sent me the new ad and it was the deep fried turkeys. And I was like, that sounds incredible. And, And I was just thinking, you know, talk about taking a bunch of work off my shoulders on that day, you know, it, it could not have been simpler. Literally. I just told them what time I was going to pick it up. I sent my husband, I said, two thirty, go get the Turkey. He went, he brought the Turkey home. It was beautifully wrapped up. We didn't have to do anything until we were ready to serve. Right. We just let it sit on the counter in the packaging and everybody right. raved about that Turkey. Everybody. Oh, I love yeah. that. That makes me happy. Yeah, that- that that turkey is very dangerous. Very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Joe, how was yours? Now, did you enjoy yours, Joe? We did enjoy it very much. Un- unfortunately, though, now everyone wants to come to our house for Thanksgiving next year or this year. <laughs> so sorry. it's just caused a huge problem. It's caused a huge problem. But it was delicious. Thank you so much. And the key is, you know, in terms of business, you know, all of the main sort of, I would say, grocery stores, like, uh, you know, uh, all uh, focus mm-hmm. on providing turkeys and making that easy. Mm-hmm. But your your deep fried turkey was so unique and so special. That's a calling card for no other restaurant that I know of was doing that. That's special. That was great. Yeah, well, we, we have started... to find a way to fine-tune it because um, Steve's, you know, done a really good job of trying to coordinate this and get the advertising out. But that day you were there. We we're, you know, trying to get it, yeah. trying to keep the quality the way it should. Everything's, you know, done by hand back there. Everything's done per order. Um, it takes at least a good hour or more to fry per each turkey. And everybody had ordered. So it was done on the half hour, every hour, all the way through throughout the day. We did we did over 300 that day. But we wanted to make sure everyone oh. was... Oh fried up perfectly because I take Thanksgiving, we all do very seriously because that turkey dinner represents a lot of families and that was up you want to make sure that each person is happy. And um, so that, that yeah. comes with a lot of a lot of stress to make sure that it's done right. Our our thing we have to fine tune is the meals because some this year it was like a quadruplet increase in people ordering entire meals. Because people's time is so much more valuable now than ever before, and people are realizing, you know what, by the time I buy buy all the ingredients, it will cost me even more to to make it myself, and when I just can just pick the whole thing up. Mm -hmm. So 
that was that was great on our end, but that's something that we have to kind of fine tune a little bit and figure out. But you were going to say something, Steve, about that. Well, no, just how you know we started five years ago doing fried turkeys, and it was I think 27 turkeys the first day, and then it's grown each year. Now we did about a little over 300 this year. I, this, in 2020, I'm expecting we'll probably do 350 to 400 turkeys, and it's just crazy how it's grown. You know, well, the interest you know in the fried turkey. You know, that that's that's yeah. word of mouth. That is word of mouth because I told Joe about it, and then Joe got it the next year. Right. And the first thing he did right. after Thanksgiving, he called me and he told me. He said I picked up a, fr- a deep fried right. turkey at Raging Cajun, and I told everybody I know, and right. of course my friends that were here, they they all loved it, and, and they all saw how easy it was, you know. So that you know that's right. that I don't think there's any 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 better advertising, uh, okay, except maybe for the picture of. The deep, all the deep fryers in the parking lot. <laughs> Isn't that good? <laughs> that was that was great. Like, do people like driving by or walking by or biking by? Do they all stop and watch? Uh, <laughs> sometimes they come back there and they they're looking, and it's just like, well, this year it rained. I mean, that was that was made it even more interesting. It was the first year it ra- actually rained on us, and it was raining pretty hard. So it's like we had to come up with some tarps and tents and. And actually, in, in reality, that went smoother than anything. And like Lisa was saying, actually, it was us getting in so many more dinners. The kitchen wasn't; it got a little strained on it, but everything went smoothly out there. But because it rained, probably less people were roaming around than usual. But typically, it's not uncommon for when people come to pick up, they kind of give us a look back there and go, "Wow, I can't <laughs> believe how many fryers you guys have back here." Yeah, they well, stare well, with their I'm, mouth open. They're shocked. I'm just, I'm just. I, I'm trying to visualize. You order. Where do you put 300 turkeys? When you when a truck pulls up with 300 turkeys, how does that work? How big is actually, your freezer or your refrigerator? Actually, we. I, to be honest, I get them from Costco, and I we have to get a U-Haul. We go fill up a U-Haul, and then typically Cisco, our um, our food distributor that we get, they'll they'll loan us a a, a refrigerated trailer. And we just put all the turkeys in there, and we'll have it over the weekend. So it works out real nice. Mm-hmm. Wow, it, mm-hmm. it 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 sounds overwhelming to me. You know, most people only deal with one bird on Thanksgiving. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I I laugh about our trips because we got this big U-Haul full of turkeys, and then we gotta put them all. In. And it it but it's fine too now. It's quite funny. And Steve and I always do it. It's kind of this funny little. I mean, I know it's part of the business, but as a couple, too, it's like, this is just crazy. Look at what we're doing, picking up, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. all these turkeys, tons worth, you know. So, How does this work at Costco? First off, do you call them and say, I'm going to come in and buy 300 <laughs> turkeys, so, uh, or or do you just go in and carry out? Three, how do you get 300 <laughs> turkeys? How do you, the logistics. Tell me. No, <laughs> I mean, I'm in there getting stuff pretty regularly, so I know all the meat department guys and the manager. And I remember three or four years ago when we were starting to get, uh, uh, well, I, to be honest, one of the first year we got kind of big, I think we did over 100. What was the name? There was that company that uh, that bought out a bunch of the Albertsons. Uh, I forget oh, the name. Uh, oh, Hagen's? Hagen's? Hagen's. Okay, yeah. so they were right yeah. around, right before Thanksgiving, they were shutting down, and they had this big bin of turkeys. And, I'm, and I said, I went to the manager, I'm like, hey, I'll give you 75 cents a pound or whatever for all your turkeys. And he's like, done. So I ended up getting a whole bunch from them really inexpensively that year. And then after that, we're mm-hmm. just getting bigger and bigger. And I finally, I went, I was in Costco, and I asked the manager, I'm like, can I pre-order like a couple hundred turkeys? He's like, yeah, that's fine. Although this year he actually told me, uh, since we're getting so getting so many more, I got to tell him like in the summertime so he can pre-order 300 turkeys or 350 turkeys or however. But then there's there's times when we've actually started running over, and I can't tell you how many Thanksgiving days I've had to run around trying to find like five more turkeys because we're somehow we run low or we burn a couple extra that I wasn't expecting or a couple people came in and we said, oh, yeah, we got extra turkeys, and then we don't. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> usually, or this year when they sent us uncooked, uh, uh, uncooked pumpkin, pumpkin pies, pies, 
and we didn't realize it until we started giving them away, and they're all, like, soupy. So I had to go find, like, 50 pumpkin pies on Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day. Oh, so my, that's, that's, oh my that's, gosh. That's, that's the fun of owning a, a restaurant. <laughs> Oh yeah. my God! Wow. I, 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 it, it's unbelievable. Yeah, the whole thing, I, and it's so funny because we're not here to talk about Thanksgiving, but it's such a, a great topic about <laughs> turkeys and logistics. No. And, and just one last, yeah. one last question on this. One last question on this, Lisa. So, I'm guessing that you probably don't do a Thanksgiving dinner at home. <laughs> so every special holiday is not our special holiday. It's our special holiday at work where we have a lot of lovely customers and we help, you know, but we always postpone um, and probably do it like the following, like four days later. <laughs> like okay. Mother's Day I, I is would never think Mother's Day, Father's Day is never Father's Day. And then Thanksgiving right, will right. always wait until uh, like a Sunday or something and we'll do it on a different day. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. You'd be turkeyed out by by that yeah yeah um no no that that's terrific and uh you know anybody that's listening uh if you're looking for you know something to really make your day a lot easier is uh go and get that deep fried turkey from Rage of Cajun because it is fabulous (laughs) and it and it's easy it's easy but anyway and and Jack is the reason that I, I brought it up well no the reason I brought it up really was because I was I was going on the trajectory of these are very successful business strategies that they are using. And, and it's interesting because now you guys, you know, did that uh, uh, Seaside Lagoon event, and I know that people had a great time. I don't know if it was successful financially, but it was fun. And the yep. turkeys are amazing for families. So I, I just wanted to, uh, you to talk a little bit about the top five business strategies that you think are working for you and what we can look forward to in the future? Well, definitely turkeys are one of the top five. I mean, Mardi Gras, obviously, uh, we get a lot of people in over Mardi Gras. One thing that's really developed over the last couple of years is we do a a crab fest in August. Everybody loves their crab, and that's probably, other than Mardi Gras, their second busiest time of the year. Um. Mm. We, I'm not sure if we're, we're not going to do any more blues festivals. Kind of found that people okay. don't get too excited about blues. But, uh, okay. or, and the crawfish, crawfish festival was tough just because it's such a gamble on how much crawfish you order. And if you don't go go through most of it, then, um, it's, I mean, crawfish only lasts for two or three days. So, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe in the future, I'm not sure about that. One thing, and it's been tough mm-hmm. trying to do anything at uh, the lagoon these days because the Beach Life guys have contracts, you know, pretty much taking up the, all the prime prime dates. Uh, they keep For saying the they're going to mm-hmm. they keep saying they're going to do something in the fall, but they keep saying it and it doesn't happen yet. You can't get in there to get the dates. So that's been tough. Mm-hmm. Um, we've mm-hmm. thrown around an idea maybe to do something beer and food wise in October if they don't do anything this year we'll have to see um, mm-hmm. uh, just it depends on if we can get the dates to be honest with you That's so right. that'd be kind of right. fun to do right. I've talked to, I've talked to some of the breweries about uh, doing like uh, some kind of music and food event I talked to King Harbor and I've talked to uh, Strand Rich over at Strand although it's kind of it's been talk. It hasn't really developed into anything yet, but we'll see if something mm-hmm. like that happens. But it's kind of fun mm-hmm. to, to do that kind of stuff, get people excited about different things. Well, you know, as soon as I got, we were always having. As, as soon, yeah. I, I just wanted to mention, as soon as I got yes, the information so. about the park, the parking lot concert, I uh, I immediately sent an e- email out to my group of friends that that we do the music stuff together with, and we're all coming. We're all going to be there. So. Nice. Well, heck, one of the yeah. bands, you're the ones, Arnie and Arnie Viltis and his friends, you're the one who recommended them. I did some research oh. on them, and he looks yeah, like oh. a lot of fun. So. Oh, so much fun, so talented. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I saw him several times this last summer down at the dock um, mm-hmm. at, in King Harbor. They, they were doing those little little concerts out at the dock. And we just danced the whole time, you know. We just danced the entire time, and 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 it was a ton of fun. And 
we saw several other bands and uh yeah you had called me you had contacted me and and i i recommended him and uh and 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 other plenty of other well wait a minute i don't I, there's a lot we have to talk about i i don't want to skip around too much so we were just talking about your business mm-hmm. strategies joe it, right okay so <laughs> yeah. are we still talking about that i i think Steve, did did we cover the basic top three? I think pretty much. That's the main thing, main kind of things we do at the restaurant. I mean, we do uh, during crawfish season. We do boil weekends. Um, hmm. Which I, with being Cajun, it's not a typical food. It's not like pizza somebody gets every week. So we kind of have to come up with fun ideas mm-hmm. to get people in. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what we do. Uh, from crawfish boils to crab boils to. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, now that we have our entertainment license, doing entertainment and and that kind of thing. So that's kind of what we do. I, All right. Well, Jackie, let's do I this. only so. have one. I have, I have I have just one. Okay, I just one attendant question, but I can ask it after I do the station. No, break. no, no. Go ahead, ask it now, <laughs> and then we can do the station break. That's so after the station break, we'll okay. get into Mardi Gras weekend. Okay. What 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 fascinates me most about this. Mardi Gras weekend coming up is you have control of the venue and since you yeah. have control of the venue so so many things are so much easier right Lisa yes oh my gosh if we need something it's right there we don't have to schlep off right. somewhere and go find it in the store like we have it all accessible to us and I think what's fun is I mean this is also free the parking lot concert right. is free, so that's it's just kind of a fun adventure. People can come in. You can choose to buy food and beer, of course, while you're there and drink. Um, but I think it's just it's it's an excuse to have a good time, and I love the logistics of it because I feel like we're hosting it in our house because we're so comfortable in our right. space, and we can just um, are, every we have we can we can fall on our crew. Our crew are all there to support each other. It's just, it's going to be so much easier, I think, right. to manage. I mean, it was fun when we were down at uh, Seaside Lagoon. That was great. It's just that, you know, there's certain things that do pop up that can be a hassle if you have to go run off and go get something, whereas right here we have access to everything. Are, 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 Are the neighbors okay with it, Lisa? Are the neighbors okay with you having live music there? We made a point whenever we do any sort of an event, um, we love our neighbors, and I want to maintain that relationship with everybody. Um, I want everybody to be on an open dialogue with us in case our music is too loud, in case our guests are too loud when they're leaving at the end of the night. We need to know these things so that we can control it for them because I want to have a harmonious relationship. And so, yeah, we will often go around and I'll hand out, I'll personally with my, my daughters often, I'll go around and hand out flyers or letters with beads and, and talk to our neighbors and leave them on their doorsteps and with our with our phone numbers, um, stating this is what exactly yep. what we're going to be doing on these weekends. And if you have any questions or concerns, please contact us. And so far, everything's been really yeah. great. I mean, often the neighbors will come and party with us. So <laughs> that's a, that's a bonus. Well, I'm just yeah, I'm just saying though, if you guys can really make that work with your neighbors, that is mm-hmm. kind of ideal. I agree. It's amazing. Okay. Yes, having our parking there lot you go. kind of Jackie, a deal. It's a good it, thing. Yes, I agree. Uh Jackie, I'm I'm good with that. I guess because I think they have enough street parking that it can work, especially at night or towards the evening. Um there's a few businesses to your south that can accommodate more parking and uh it just it just it just occurs to me that that would be a beautiful thing. Well, 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 Walgreens next door has a huge lot, and they never really say anything. Yeah. I kind of take care of them through the year to try to make so that they're happy with us. There's a uh, preschool on the other, just across uh, Sapphire that'll be closed all weekend. There's street parking. I, mean, I always yeah. look. I always when people ask like, "How are you going to do that when not using your parking lot?" And I said, "Well, look at St. Rock." They have a 250-person venue, and they have, like, six parking spots. <laughs> I'm like, they do it right, every day. Right. I'm like, it, it works. Right. You know, I mean, people can find spots. People can – if you're going to drink, and Uber I, in. I mean – Yeah, not yeah, not only that. I mean, we're going to bike. We're going to be on a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I would imagine that. parking right. free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pay for parking. Yeah. Right. Or you can Uber. Yeah, nope. tell everybody to Uber if they're drinking. Yeah, no, no, nobody's going to be driving any cars while they're drinking. So, but, but nobody that was Uber. that was. I I read an amazing statistic recently about uh, the Beach Life Festival last last year. Um, 
over 80%, like it was 85%, 82, 85% of the attendees at that lived within a six-mile radius. Oh, I'm sure. Mm. You know, so wow. it was all bikes. Everybody was speaking and Ubering and stuff. Yeah. That's why they didn't really have the that traffic and parking issue. It was yeah. amazing. When yeah. we went, sure it was would. not the gong show we expected for parking. And I said, everybody was on foot. And I said, look at them. They're all local. You could just, you know. And that was kind of neat. It was so clean. It was seamless. I feel like that's, we've never really had an issue with that either, with our spot. So. Yeah. 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 All that right. Let's do that wonderful. station break. And then we do all about Mardi Gras. Let's do that station break. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the South Bay Show. We bring the show to you every Thursday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Local time, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, We are celebrating the best of the South Bay, south of the airport, south of LAX, uh, El Segundo to uh, Palos Verdes, and then to the east to Torrance, um, you know, Hermosa, Manhattan, Redondo, uh, uh, El Segundo, Hawthorne. We, we love the South Bay. It's, it's uh, a full of the most interesting food and breweries, and uh, we cover uh, local politics. We cover local businesses. 8 a.m., South Bay Spotlight on Thursdays, and on Fridays at 8 a.m., it's the Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, proudly sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber, focusing on all those same issues, but with a special emphasis on the city of Manhattan Beach and the members of the Manhattan Beach Chamber. So please join us, and if you can't join us live, just say, uh, Siri, play the South Bay Show, or Alexa, play the South Bay Show, or hey Google, play the South Bay Show. We're available on all smart speaker technologies. Um, and we're glad to uh, join you in your homes, and uh, please share us with all your friends. Thanks. So now what? Uh, now my phone is talking to me, and my uh, Google, <laughs> said, everything's talking said, to me now. Said, yeah. You said Siri. I know. You gotta play terrible. Yeah. yeah. you got to turn it off. you got to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri, shut up. Shut up, Siri. Uh, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> That's happened a couple of times when you do that bit about how easy it is to listen to the South Bay Show. Hey Siri, listen to the South Bay Show, and she starts playing for you. So yeah, you can't do that. You got to you got to turn <laughs> the phone off before before the show starts. Right, so right, now, right. uh oh, my phone's doing the same thing. Can you believe that? Okay. I said that Siri. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh my. It's technology. It, there it goes. It's the, listening. I got to turn this off. Yeah, it's listening. This is this is not something I want to listen to. Um, anyway. So, big Mardi Gras weekend. Uh, um, Steve or Lisa, when is uh, when is uh, Easter this year? I, I always I always work my way backwards. I figure out when Easter is, and then you go back to forty days. And uh, actually, I don't anybody? even know for sure. It's gonna be sometime mid March. So. No, or, I think it's in April. I think is it April, April this year? I think it's really. I, it is. It's very late this year. Anyway, Mardi Gras is the time before. The beginning of Lent, which is Ash Wednesday, and uh, most places around the world, April 12th, there you go. Uh, Most places around the world are celebrated, you know, a week or two before um, Ash Wednesday starts. Uh, And so you're having the big Mardi Gras weekend, uh, February 22nd and 23rd, Saturday and Sunday, and then you're going to go through Tuesday. Um, Give us, tell us. What to expect? Tell us what to expect each day. You got you got bands each day. Can you go through the lineup and sure. uh, you know do people need to make reservations? You know all that information. Well, we don't really take reservations because it gets too it just it gets too difficult. It's just first come first serve. Um, so the first day is Wednesday the nineteenth. We'll do the beer dinner. Thursday not a whole not as much going on. Just people come in and get their crawfish, get their uh, crab and shrimp and do their thing. Friday night we're going to have just inside uh, from 7 to 9 a uh, young guy named Johnny Agundez. He's he's a blues guitar player. He's going to come in with a friend and he's he's really amazing. We had him in the, in July. He he played a, a set out in our parking lot and uh, he's he's absolutely amazing and he's like kind of a I want to say a prodigy. He's 21 now, but he's he's got a lot of talent. I think he's got a potential to become somebody that people have heard about in the future. 
And then Saturday and Sunday, we're going to do outside from 12 to 6. We're going to have a, have a stage, have uh, Saturday. It's going to be the headliner is going to be a Creedence Clearwater cover band or tribute, tribute band named Born in the Bayou. They're excellent, sound just like the, the real guys. Um, and then they're playing. Uh, Lynette Shebird is a southern uh, all-female southern rock tribute band playing southern rock. It's funny, I just kind of ran across them on YouTube. They were a local band, and uh, they were really entertaining on, on their videos. Uh, so I reached out to them, and they were open to play, and they are really excited. She's been advertising the thing like crazy on her social media. Uh, so anyway, it's an all-ladies all, uh, southern rock tribute band. And then uh, right after uh, the crawfish eating contest on that Saturday, which first thing in the morning we'll have a crawfish eating contest, and our third annual, and then Alligator Beach, which is a New Orleans jazz funk band, and they play locally a bit, but they're really good and like sound like they're straight out of uh, New Orleans, and so that'll be the Saturday, uh, and then wait, Sunday. Wait, 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 is that is that Lance Keller, Lance yeah, Keller's band? That's, that's, yeah, that's Lance. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I I know him. All right. I I didn't put two and two together. I knew he had a I knew he had a band. Yeah, I've seen their videos. Fun. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. He's been wanting to play something with us for a while, but I just hadn't had anything kind of big enough for him to have the full band. He actually Lance Lance and a couple of buddies played inside last year during Mardi Gras week. But this time he'll have the full band with all the horns and it should be a very entertaining show. So Saturday is Alligator Beach, Lynette Shebird, and Born on the Bayou. And then uh, Sunday, we're going to have the headliner will be Fandango, which is a ZZ Top tribute band. And they're all dressed up. It's funny because we actually ran across them back in 2011. Lisa and I were in Vegas, and we were walking down Fremont Street, and they had a band playing, and it was a ZZ Top tribute band. And... We stopped, and I'm like, these guys are pretty good. And we watched them. We had a really good time watching them. Well, then just recently, when I was kind of looking up different bands to play, I kind of remembered them. I'm like, I wonder what, what was their name. And I kind of, I was able to find them. They're, actually, the show we saw was on, on YouTube, like Fandango. So I, I kind of wondered if they were a Vegas band. But then when I looked them up, they are actually here in L.A. So I contacted them. They said, yeah, we'd be happy to come play play and, you know, play the Mardi Gras thing. So they came. we got them to come down. Then we have had hmm. asked for some uh, local bands that might have a following. You said Arnie Viltis. I looked him up, and heck, he's played with Cheap Trick, Blue Oyster Cult, Bachman Turner Overdrive, Ario Speedwagon. He's played with a lot of people, and he can really play. So looking forward to seeing him play. And then kind of our special hmm. guest, a band that I had talked to back when we were thinking about doing the Blues Festival, was it's called, they're called Bo Grigri and the Apocalypse. And they're kind of a, I'd say an alternative blues band, and kind of a modern take on a, on like southern blues. Really entertaining. They're a band that I'm shocked would play something this small. They tour Europe. They're they're I find them really entertaining when I've seen their stuff on video. But I had talked to them before, and um, I just ran it by. I'm like, I know this is kind of small, but I don't know if you're interested in coming and just being a part of it. And they said, Yeah, we'd love to. So it's a, a woman from Louisiana who teamed up with a, a guy from from England. He's in the British uh, Blues Hall of Fame, amazing guitar player. And so they're kind of our special guests on Sunday. They should be really entertaining. And then uh, at night, that uh, Saturday night, excuse me, we have Bernie Pearl coming into play. He's one of the... He's kind of a big name in, in LA, L.A. blues history. He's been playing for 50 years. Uh, I don't know, if, Jackie, if you or if you guys remember David Hale from when we did our little blues pop up at the St. Rock. Yes, yes, he, yes, yes. He knew Bernie, yeah. and he's like, you know what? Bernie makes a lot more money than what you guys can pay him. But I bet if I put in a little word, he'll come play play one night for you. I'm like, well, sure, give him, just give it a shot. So he calls calls up Bernie, and Bernie got back he's like, sure, I'll come down and play a night for a couple hours. So Bernie Pearl's coming to play on Saturday night. We have Sunday night, uh, woman Jody Siegel. She plays a little rock, rock and roll. And she's been really popular a couple times we've she's had her awesome. in the place. Yeah. And mm. then Monday, uh, we'll have a, a band we're going to try out called US 99, kind of a rock and roll band. 
I mean, I say band, it's really mm. just two or three guys. That's all we have room for inside. And then on Tuesday, he's been our our Fat Tuesday, uh, like, house band. Chuck Matthew and his friends, they come play Zydeco and just have have a lot of fun mm. on Fat Tuesday. Well, he's our, Chuck Matthew's our stage host, too. He was a stage host at our events and uh, down at the uh, Seaside Lagoon. And he's just, Chuck is also, I don't want to say our good luck charm, but we love Chuck. He has to be at every event <laughs> to make it go smoothly. <laughs> um, Chuck is... Chuck has always helped uh, been our guy for um, Fat Tuesday, and so he, he will always be our guy for every Fat Tuesday. Well, it yeah, looks like now, mm-hmm. you, you know, when as I said, I sent out an email to my friend saying, "Hey, we got to go to this." And now that I'm looking, now that I'm looking at the schedule, um, I'm going to have to go both days because I'm a huge <laughs> CCR fan. I, 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 ah. I that, what, that first Saturday parking lot, Steve, that you mentioned, you went through that lineup. That's I'm all over that. I'm, I'm all over Southern Rock. I love Southern Rock. Um, and, and then I know, as I said, Alligator Beach is a lot of fun. They have a great female singer. Um, but And then Arnie's playing on Sunday, and now i got to go see. So I'm going to have to go both days. So, oh, well. Yeah, we look forward to having you. That's okay. We love having you there. <laughs> Jackie, you eat the crawfish? We should get you in the crawfish eating contest. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I have to tell you something. <laughs> I have I have I have a massive cholesterol issue and I I literally go and do blood work every every 4 months and my doctor it keeps threatening to put me on medication and so I I'm being really careful about what I eat and unfortunately not the last time maybe it was last it was maybe mid last year um I came in there and I ate, I'm trying to remember what the heck I ate. And when I went in for the blood work the next day, my cholesterol was through the roof. Uh, so, yeah, so I have, to, I have to be careful. I have to look at my calendar to see when it's safe for me to eat all the good stuff. You know, to eat shrimp and lobster and crab. And, uh, yeah, I have, to, I have to be careful with that. So, so no crawfish eating contest for me. I can't do that. Oh, no, that's okay. My doctor will kill me. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so tell us about the crawfish eating contest. Uh, how, how does that work? Do they have to peel them themselves? So yeah, it's like a full. On, it's the the they get a tray. It's three pound tray. So they get three pounds of crawfish, potato, and corn. They My have gosh. eight minutes. They have eight minutes to eat as much in weight as they can. So a lot of people can get through it, but it's just trying to get through um, who can get through that entire thing in weight the fastest. Um, and uh, so, Steve, what, $32, right? Yes, $32. And, uh, yeah, actually not much, only a handful of people actually finish in eight minutes typically. Um, but it's speed. It's all about speed, not about mass amount consumption. It's who, who can peel those things the fastest and eat them the fastest, and it's really fun to watch because you've got people from Texas, you have people from Louisiana. There's a lot of smack talk going on. It was like, I got this. And the guy who won last year, he just came in like this shark. He's like, well, I don't even know why I'm here. I've never had crawfish before. He totally oh, kicked get out. me. Anyway, the guy came in, and yeah, and so he, he ended up blowing everybody out of the water. And then the year previous, um, <laughs> the, gentleman, the gentleman who won, the crawfish were a little bit smaller, so the shells were a little bit softer. He won. He didn't even finish his whole tray, but he won because he ate the shells and everything. <laughs> like he ate the whole oh, thing. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, so that was kind of crazy. Yeah, well, because they were soft, almost like a shrimp. So, I mean, I thought he just picked out all that. So he ate the most in weight and ended up winning, and that was kind of fun. So it's a $300 gift certificate for the restaurant you win. Um, so we have, on average, about 18 people competing. Um, we can have more than that, but it's Saturday at 1130 we're doing it. And um, we still have spots open. 11 o'clock on Saturday, and we've got people. Uh, some people signed up. We could, we could definitely use more because it's really fun when there's more people they the conversation is kind of hilarious. <laughs> I I would imagine I would imagine if you're sitting there and waiting for the ready set go, and the guy next to you just pops the whole thing in his mouth without shelling it. I mean, I would give up right then. I would give up right then. <laughs> I have a video. It's just awesome. Everybody, wait, nobody was really realizing what was happening because he was just a small guy, kind of off in the corner. <laughs> 
And uh, when he was, I started taking video of it, and the next thing you know, he's just, uh, yeah, I think we did a lot longer last time, too, so most people finished. So eight minutes, we realized people can eat these things pretty quick. So um, people can, three pounds, eight minutes, you can do it. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. But we do corn and potatoes now. We're making it a little more complicated, but I think it'll be fun. <laughs> so when you say by weight, so after they're finished eating, do you, like, weigh what's left? Is that, yes. is that how yep. it works? And everything See, we weigh up. every tray before it goes out, and then we weigh it when everybody's done, and then uh, and then just do it based on that, so how much they've consumed during those eight minutes. Oh, my goodness. I'm full just sitting here listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> People love it though. They're competitive, and you know what's crazy is they'll they'll often say finish their tray. Some people will order another tray. People love their crawfish. Like it's crazy. Like wait, people wait, will wait. Just, During the contest, like they'll finish the tray and they'll say, "Give me more." Well, when they're done the contest and when they have a chance to actually relax, they'll order sit there and just keep eating. They'll order more. Like they won't be in a rush well, now, to get out of there. <laughs> are these now? Are these locals? Is it anybody we know? Some are. Uh, I mean, they're all. Everybody's pretty much local. I don't know if any uh, ringers coming in from Louisiana or Texas. uh, I don't think so. Just people from there that know that they can eat a bunch of crawfish pretty quickly. I don't. We haven't had Mm -hmm. any ringers in yet so far, and we haven't had anybody celebrity-wise. Although I was trying to uh, Fox News weatherman Rick uh, Rick Dickert. He was he, his dad's in all the time, and he was talking about it the other day. I'm like, you guys should all compete. And he's like, maybe we'll do that. So maybe we'll get Rick to to compete in with us. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Joe, any chance? Any chance you going you going down for the crawfish eating contest? Yeah, come on, Joe. Oh, Joe can do it. <laughs> I don't know. I could, but you know, I'm trying to limit. I well, that's that brings me to another point. Jackie, thank you for that. Mm. So, Lisa, tell me about your vegan vegetarian options. I mean, we love down home cooking, but uh, are you Jackie's still doing got that, Joe? Cholesterol I am still doing you, that. You, and so, really? they have a great uh, gumbo and uh, vegan sausage. But uh, are there any new surprises on the vegan vegetarian side, Lisa? There is, um, because I mean, I on a personal level, I was vegan for like 18 years, long part of my life, and I am no longer. Um, right. But I was for the longest right. time, and so I got very tired of going out. So if I love going out with my friends, you still want to have options. Um, you don't want right. to be always offered salad and pasta primavera. I don't want salad or pasta primavera <laughs> anymore. I would like some. I'm not on a diet. I want food. So it's, I thought, let's do something that's relevant at least. I don't want to, you know, put something that's not relevant to our menu. So we did the the vegan gumbo, which is um, it has okra, a few more vegetables than our regular gumbo, and also has a really good vegan sausage that does not taste like sawdust, um, and mm-hmm. it's quite yummy mixed in with with the gumbo, and it's hearty. Um, we have a beans and rice that you can do that's just vegan. It's also nice and hearty. It just doesn't have the sausage in it, and so it's just a vegan base. Um, but then also we've added. Um, some other items we could do vegetarian. Um, some of our, you know, we have a pasta, we could do vegetarian and other items. But then we've also added the Beyond Burger. Um, so we thought, let's just try the Beyond Burger kind of. It's, it's what people like their burgers. Um, we can cook it to say, you know, do the same spices and seasonings that we would to make it Cajun. Um, but you just have it as an option as a Beyond Burger instead. Um, so that's been selling as well. People, I hear a lot of conversation about it at the table. It's like, ooh, look, they have a Beyond Burger. I should tell so-and-so. Because often... There's a, yes. You want to please everybody in the group, but you also want to stay relevant. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to make ourselves too yeah. thin by offering too many options off the menu, but it's also nice to have a few to make everybody happy. You know, right. and it's also, yeah. so there's a big I, I, trend for everybody wanting to be healthier, lack, you know, the cholesterol. January is a big month for everybody with their, you know, with their, um, you know, trying to, everyone's on a new diet, whatever it might be in their exercise program. And, and we have mm-hmm. to respect that as well. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so we do have options. We've got some really great – I love our salmon. Um, you can do options that are grilled. Not that everything has to be fried. We have some really good options for being healthier, and our salads can be very good if you want to add salmon or chicken. Just make it grilled. Um, we do have vinaigrette, so it doesn't always have to be a very heavy fried meal. We do have um, 
Mm-hmm. You know, we can be your cheat meal or we could not be your cheat meal. We've got choices. <laughs> but those are those are those are the it, best. The fried is the best. It's that's the it's the best. It's the reason we go. It's comfort food. Um, I, I have yeah. to tell you, I yeah. had I had that. Um, there, what what are the two plant based uh, things beyond? What did you say? Beyond, beyond and impossible. Beyond and impossible. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah. I, yeah. I had impossible one. I, I, had, I had a taco with impossible beef or beyond beef. And it tastes just mm-hmm. like beef. I mean, you wouldn't, it looks like it tastes like it. it, it, it it's amazing. I, I mean, What's it's surprising. It, it is identical. I, we were away of, and on, and I was at Margaritaville in Vegas. And of course, everybody's having their cheeseburgers. I don't eat, I don't eat beef or, or pork yet. So I tried an impossible and I thought, wow, it is just like beef. See, the thing is, when you're a vegetarian, sometimes you don't want things to be that way. You don't want it to even represent the meat. So I find this is good Mm -hmm. for people who want their replacement and they're comfortable with the texture of beef. Um, That's what they're kind of replacing to have the occasional healthy meal. That's what that's for. But the vegan gumbo, Uh I find, you know, actually a lot of people who are non-vegans actually like our, our vegan gumbo too. So it kind of goes all across the board. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting hungry. Okay. Nah, thank <laughs> you. Now, now, now I'm getting hungry. Um, that's not, that sounds really good right about now, the vegan gumbo. Yes, it does. I like that. Yes, the, the regular gumbo. The regular gumbo sounds, sounds good, too. <laughs> now, so. Steve and Lisa, you always do such a good job in painting the picture of what you do for your business side and for the food side and the entertainment side, but the whole package is just amazing and wonderful. Um, we are so thrilled to, uh, to uh, be featuring another event coming up uh, this Thank you. Mardi Gras weekend celebration. It's fantastic. It's we want people to wear their beads and wear their crazy outfits. So yeah, 19th to the 25th. So it's Wednesday uh, and the big, Crescendo is on the Fat Tuesday, so uh, I, I don't know if everybody know what Mardi Gras means. Mardi in French means uh, Mardi is Tuesday in French, and Gras means fat. So Mardi Gras is a, a French word, mm. teaching you something new. Mm. Um, so yeah, we encourage people to come wear their crazy outfits, wear their beads. It's going to be a lot of fun. Bring a good attitude. And, also, uh, also want to say it's kid. Right. It's definitely kid friendly. I mean, everybody. There's no yes. nothing crazy. It's not like. You know, no. there's no boobs or anything like that. <laughs> so definitely, oh, uh, yes. definitely kid friendly. Uh, try to have fun things for the kids too. So yeah, don't be afraid to bring the family. Okay. Oh well. Okay. We're gonna be. We're gonna be there. We're gonna be there. I'm gonna be well, there. I don't know about Joe, but gonna I'm be gonna there. be there. Well, thank yes. you, Jackie. You always support us and our stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys are stuff. so supportive. And, so and, thank you. Yeah. Right. People are going to find out about it by uh, talking to Alexa or that name that I can't mention right now because my phone will go crazy <laughs> or uh, all of the smart speaker technology. Yes. And uh, uh, we're so thrilled. Um, so, well, you know, you know, Joe, you know, Joe. Uh, OK, go what? ahead. Go through your go through your things. Oh, no, no, I was just going to say that, you know, I, I like sharing the good stuff. You know, when there's something good, whether it's a restaurant or, you know, those those concerts down at the dock have, have become my absolute favorite thing to do on a summer Sunday afternoon. You know, but when there's something good, you know, and you know how good it is, you got to share it. you got to tell people, you know, because you want the good stuff to stay around. Right? Right. right. True. Absolutely. Uh, Wonderful. Well, um, is there any contact information, Steve, you want to give out or uh, any any pointers for people? Um, certainly, well, what's mean, your website? Website's RaisingCajunCafe.com. Uh, all the information's on there. Uh, like I said, we don't – the weekend and Fat Tuesday, we don't do reservations. But uh, if you want to call, call for getting into the – crawfish eating contest on Saturday morning or the beer dinner on the Wednesday night and give us a call at the restaurant. It's three one zero five four zero seven four zero three. And really other than that, just come on by. Have a good time. We're open eleven till ten o'clock at night. And this will be an all fun all day, to be honest with you. Well, th- 
physical location? What's your address? Oh, 525 South Pacific Coast Highway in Redondo Beach. We're just south of Torrance Boulevard uh, in between Sapphire and Ruby. Typically, we have a giant crawfish on the roof blow up crawfish although currently yeah. he's got a he got a hole in him and i have to patch that up at some point in the next day or two so you can get, get, get him back bandage. up yep. but, uh, yes the, the crawfish always makes me smile when i drive by <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah come on by and have some fun all right joe we gotta fantastic. wrap it up what? it's fantastic thank you jackie always a pleasure joe All right. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you tomorrow. Um, Goodbye, everybody. See you on uh, uh, Crawfish Mardi Gras Celebration Weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.